This is the mayor of the internet. And it's that time, baby. It is time for the funniest guy at work. You know that's right. With the great Brandino and Giblet. And here's your host, the man who hangs out in the kitchen and parties, baby, Nate Starr. Welcome, everybody, to the funniest guy at work. Uh, well, I just thought I'm bringing something jazzy after the mayor of the internet introduces us like each and every week. This is the uh, this is the show where we talk about the news, pop culture, and everything else that is on our minds. And when I say we, this week I'm talking about my friend, singular. Uh, he is the brain supreme from D.C. And he enjoys pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. He is Giblet! <laughs> Thank you. And when you say we, you just mean me. <laughs> because uh, Mr. Dino, unfortunately, cannot oh. make it. Yes, in fact, Dino has released a statement. Uh, he can't be here, but he did want to make sure that his his words were felt. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yes. Uh, Brian Dino, a.k.a. Dino, has let, uh, had a statement that says, it's getting colder, and anyone who likes winter, you know, that steely gray sky for six months, and the feeling that all light has left the mortal plane, yeah, you can take your winter coat and suck your butt with it. <laughs> suck suck oh. that butt. Man, it's tough. It's tough being a fighting, farting champion. But it is. It is. Uh, but that's... Heavy, heavy wears the crown, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, some, uh, sometimes uh, some are born to greatness, some <laughs> achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. Or out of them. Out of them, in the form yeah. of farting. Butthole. Yeah. Yeah, lots of tubes. So, all right, so, uh, yeah, we, uh, we were actually doing a lot of uh, kibitzing in the pre-prod, and uh, you know we were getting things started. We were talking about um, movies, and uh, we were now here's something fun, people, that we just learned today, or were reminded today. A History of Violence in 2006 was the last movie ever made on a VHS tape. That's wild. That's wild. That's you... right, everybody. The uh, 2006 drama starring Viggo Mortensen as a simple man thrust into extraordinary circumstances. I think. I haven't seen it myself. But. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Some men, Mr. Ryan, only want to watch the world burn. Oh, God, I love your Michael Caine. <laughs> I won't bury another wine, sir. <laughs> I can pop in. Did you just get this message from Dino? I did. I did. Wait a is second. He, is he coming? Is he coming? Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Cue up his music. Some people need to come online. <laughs> I just think I was real snarky. We're trying to add him into the Skype, and he's like, "Some people need to come online." <laughs> Or update Skype before they can join this call, and we're both in it, so we know who yeah, it so is. Uh, yeah, we're rolling. 
This this is yeah. unrolling in real time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, some people. Uh, okay, this, give me a this second. is a live show. This is a live show. This is a thing that happens. <laughs> log out and log back in. Yeah. All right, everyone. It's gonna be fun. Let's see. There we go. All right. And uh, what we're going to do is let's drop you and I to audio so that way we okay. don't ruin the call. Right, right. You're right. You're right. You're bloody well right. You got a bloody right to say. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know you are a man who, uh, we've talked about this on the show before, you're a man who enjoys his, uh, his foodstuffs delivered. I, I do, I do. And uh, so, you know, but do you, do, you get, do you get out to the grocer? Do you get out to your local grocer? The, I, I have several uh, grocery options in within walking distance of my apartment. That's so not that's... what I said. <laughs> that being said, it has been quite a while. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, I, sometimes I just order crazy bread so I can have a two-liter delivered. Uh, but... Uh, that, that... That is not far from the mark. <laughs> uh, on Sunday, I ordered 40 uh, chicken wings from Domino's, which has been about four meals now. Nice. That is, you know what I call that? Heaven. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I, um, well, so where was I going? Oh yeah, so, you know, I often, I've often said, um, that it's um, it's sad that kids won't know the the joy of walking into a video store and smelling that popcorn machine. Remember, oh, yeah. you know, you used to walk into your small not your blockbuster videos. Your block, you know, they didn't have the popcorn machine. Uh, you know, family video, I don't think has a popcorn machine. You know, you're, they did. They did back in the day. They don't anymore. Yeah, they don't anymore. All right. So, but, you know, like, but your mom and pops, all they all did. You'd be like, go to Hank's video or like, you know, or if they had some sort of kitschy name, you know, like, uh, Video Hut or something. And, Are there still video stores in your area? Uh, like, uh, mom and pop ones? No. Well, like any anything, like family video. Oh yeah, family video is like the last surviving uh, video store chain in the world, and yeah, that's amazing. And the only reason that it's still around, because I I had actually interviewed for a uh, management position, uh -huh. and they're still opening stores. And the reason that they're still around is because people are afraid to give out their credit card for Netflix. That is literally. They are capitalizing on all of the people who are terrified to who never buy anything online. That's who their that's who their clientele are. And I was like, that's call Trump's America. Right there. <laughs> that is. I was like, so what? The very old, and the dumb. And the fact that there's so many of them that an entire business can thrive. Thrive, not just stay alive, yeah. but expand, yeah. continue. To We're not grow. talking about the one family video in Marquette, Michigan. We're talking about. How many stores are there? Like 30,000 yeah. or some shit? Or not the one in Marquette, Michigan, or the one in uh, Ishpeming, 
<laughs> like there's like it was so popular people didn't want you know they were like oh we got to open up in this other town 15 minutes from here yeah <laughs> this is a gold mine here in Ishpeming <laughs> but uh the uh um well I mean cause they, you know like back in the day when we were kids there was like the mom and pop shop, uh, the movie stop, which had two locations. Uh, they had Mr. Movies. They had Blockbuster. They had Family Video. They had uh, a video store that was very lucky to have been around then as opposed to now because it was a video store called Fap Video. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And the reason it was called Fap Video is because the FAP was this payout that uh, people took if they worked with like a major computer company. I think it was like IBM. It worked out to it, it was some acronym about a financial payout, and so they took that financial payout and opened the video store. So that's why it was called the because it was a FAP paid for the video store FAP Video, whereas now. Um, it would have also gone over quite well because they had a pretty extensive porn selection at because uh, yeah, yeah. the building wasn't very big but there was a very large area that had the cowboy swinging doors which in the world of uh, home video rental meant no one under 18 can walk through but please uh, if you're over 5 feet tall casually look through the open doorway because uh, it was like, uh, you know, it would be like, oh, I can't go in here, but, uh, oh, look at this. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Naked Vixens 3. Whoa, when I'm 18, I'm not going to go in here. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. And, and ladies and so, gentlemen, I says, so I says to the guy, I says to him, wrecked him. I'm sorry that I wrecked him. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the great brain Dino. Oh. He just puts you through the skylight. Dude, I, I, like, I wish I could do that. I wish I could, I wish I could, like, make cool entrances into anything, anywhere. Where does he get those wonderful toys? Uh, yeah, we were just, uh, we were just talking about, uh, video stores. Because <laughs> we, we like the hot buttons. Video stores. The hot Because buttons. we're a pop culture show. We're a pop culture show. <laughs> Popular culture um, but yes yes current. <laughs> by by video store do you mean the red box <laughs> yeah see that's another thing because the family video, I, I was explaining to giblet and the folks who are still listening hello mom jd uh cj cj sherlock thank you for listening the bots, bots, bots all all bots go to heaven um the uh the the family video thrive is actually is is a video store chain that is actually still expanding, still thriving, and the reason why because I I I had interviewed for a management position there, and they explained that because of people who were afraid to give their credit card to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. That is it. That's why they are still a thing, and the people who don't have cards. Like, we can't get bank accounts. Yeah, and they they also are very good about picking towns in which to 
put new family video stores because they pick towns that time forgot. <laughs> nice, nice, real nice. You know, well, I I drive I drive through a little town called North Point, Ohio, every day coming home from work, and it's it's a very it's just a quaint lakeside little town where it's like a mom and pop grocery store, the obligatory McDonald's, a couple of hardware stores, and the family video and a fire department, <laughs> and that's it. Nice, nice. You know, when we first started talking about this subject. I was uh, trying to wrap my brain around how this can possibly be a thing and how many of those people there can really be to sustain a business. But then it occurred to me, well, really, when you think about it, what does a video store need, right? Like, its stock is rotating. They don't need that much stock. They don't need that many employees. Their overhead can't be that big. The one thing they need is space. And space is at a premium everywhere in the world except in a lot of those quiet, time-forgotten towns where it's fairly cheap so i guess it makes a certain kind of sense because it's got a really low ceiling you know oh yeah oh yeah i mean i mean walking into a family video on any given day like even or even if you make it like let's say let's pretend that you know it's the the 1980s and friday night is video night that's the night that everybody rents their vhs tapes there's like two people in a family video on a Friday night. It's not like they have like, a, like all right, we're going to need all six of us. The new right. <laughs> big top peewees coming out tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have to be ready. <laughs> that that wasn't the case when we were kids, though, right? Like Friday night, it's a family video. It was bumping. It was, I mean, it was busy, but I mean, it wasn't. They, they had two humongous computers. And they were, yeah. and then you'd come up with your one video. You'd like, oh man, nice. Fire in the sky is in. Badness. And, oh, <laughs> oh, badness, yes. And uh, so you plunk it down, and they're like, did you know you actually, uh, if you pay an extra 50 cents, you can actually rent half the store today, <laughs> uh, right now? If you <laughs> And if you pay $1.50, every movie will be free until you say Mr. Mixel Picks. It was just like, it was, it was, the deals at Family Video were ridiculous, and they still are. It's like, you rent a two-for-one movie, and it's like, oh, that's a two-for-one. Oh, that's all right, I just want, I just really only want to see one movie. And they're like, no, you don't understand. It's two-for-one. And then I was like, no, I just want to see the movie. And then they pulled a Glock on me and told me to go pick out another fucking movie. And I'm like, all right, all right. Legends of the Fall. Well, just, just, just go rent Predator again. <laughs> just go get Predator. Just watch Predator. Oh, like, just, you, okay, just it's Predator. Just get that movie. We all know that it's Baby's Day Out that you've been eyeing for the past. Because <laughs> <laughs> those are the movies that are in your two-for-ones. Because right. if you're yeah, like, right. I'd like to rent um, Tremors, and they'd be like, oh, that's Staff's Picks. Oh, what's the difference? Well, that's $2. <laughs> For just the one. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't realize there were weird rules to your video store world. But to tie it all back in, Brandino. Uh, but but if you if you want to do, I'm sorry. Oh no, that's all right. But if you want to do, oh, I just had like one. I had like a, a dumb thing on the two for one. Like it's. 
really two for ones or if you wanted to do a real weird genre marathon like if you can watch all movies with talking babies in them <laughs> oh yeah then you, know, you, you plunk down your your ten dollars and uh go to town yeah yeah you get you get your look who's talking your look who's talking to look who's talking now baby geniuses uh that's it that's all is that yeah all that's that? it i think that might be it yeah that's all you need. That's it, right there. That's four that's titles. Two bucks. two bucks, boom. And you got yourself, you got yourself a night of movies. I'm not gonna say entertainment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you have a night of films. But to tell you it all back in, Brandy, you know, I was, just, I was, I was talking to uh, Giblet, and I was saying how I, I used to comment about how kids would never know the smell of walking in to a business and having the the popcorn machine smell, which is different than movie popcorn. Yeah, it, it smell. It literally smells it, salty. It smells sort of like popcorn, but it's got like I was gonna say it has like a more salty kind of acrid. Yes, it is a smell three thousand times more salty. Yes. If you if you eat a piece of video store popcorn without a soda, you will actually look like the guy who melts in Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark, where, where he's just like. The, 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 your skin just like withers away to nothing. It is a, that is a hot I, and fresh reference. I myself, I myself am 3,000 times more salty. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're all so salty. Our generation is because yep. we ate uh, video store popcorn. Man, what a rich vein this has turned into. I know, we have yeah, a little. We went from having nothing to having something. <laughs> just talk, talk, about, talk about video <laughs> It's uh, it's folksy night here at FGW. Okay, so um, okay, so uh, I I see I see you've rented uh Predator for the fourteenth time. Uh, can I interest you in some nine dollar licorice? <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's uh the the concession area at Family Video. It's <laughs> oh man, you know we're we're watching this movie tonight. I think I'd really like uh a box of uber processed chocolate covered cookie dough can I get that please uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh, Brandino we are because you can't eat it if it has eggs in it and that's <laughs> they've been sitting out <laughs> we're getting some serious change I don't know why I dipped it in George Lucas for that. we're getting some serious audio issues Serious cheese? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I thought I didn't know I didn't know what you said. I I thought I thought you said we're getting some serious ching chong. I I, <laughs> I was like um um I did because uh, your audio literally went ching chong. Oh. Okay. And then I said it out loud and realized what it's what I said. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we were getting it's, some. Star is racist. <laughs> did, did anybody ask if they could devalue their currency? Did anybody ask? Did it... uh, I'm on uh, I'm on Facebook right now, and I see that Nate, you are in the trending topics for news. <laughs> and I put the yeah. uh, I put the I hover my mouse cursor over because I ain't clicking on that shit. And it says uh, podcast star says ching chong on live air because <laughs> his 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 audio got messed up and we're like ding, ding, dong. 
And so I was like, oh, man, we got a little ching-chong feedback. And, yeah, and it also talked about how I can't drive. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, I'm just not going to say anything. We're just going to let that ride out. And then, uh, nope, there it is. Got uh, a case. Got a case of the King Chongs. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Please don't name this episode a case of the King Chongs. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I was, I was gonna actually tell my parents I do this this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't listen to any of the back episodes. And. Uh, <laughs> Just listen to the latest one. Call Just listen to the latest one. I promise. I promise. I won't swear a bunch. <laughs> so, so ching chongs. <laughs> oh yeah, I like how. I like how you. Uh, your vocalization for me was Fred Flintstone. I appreciate that. <laughs> and so then I says to Brandino, "We're gonna tell the ladies that we're gonna go to a prayer meeting and we're really gonna go bowling down at the water buffalo lodge." <laughs> like I don't know I don't know what this says about me and also what it says about you but like my default like if I can't hear you speaking in front of me and I'm just reading something you've written it just is Fred Flintstone <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> uh, well, you know what hey there are worse there are worse characters yeah <laughs> like I, I'll go ahead and throw it out I thought I always think Jay Leno. <laughs> Jay Leno from last week. There you go, boy. God. How you doing? What you doing, Lenny? It's not about me. Hey, you know, I did last week. Uh, I took the earth out to go look at old cars. See, I can't tell right now. <laughs> <laughs> or, or my, did he just walk in the room? Oh, man. Have you ever seen that guy's car garage? That is nuts. That is nutso. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of amazing how many cars he owns. Like, I, I feel like I have a lot of cars, and I have three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's wild. Uh, it is, uh, I mean, it's, uh, like, all, and it's not just, like, he doesn't collect just, like, like, cars from, like, the 60s. Or, like, he just, like, like I, I swear to God, he has, like, a power wheel in there. Just, like, the first ever yeah. power wheel. Just anything that can be driven. He's got, like, he's got, like, an old steam-driven car. Yes, yeah. He is, uh, it is, it is insane. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> Check it's that out. Giant, uh, wheel on him. Yeah, the bicycle. Car, it's a method of transportation. Yep, as a, as featured on the original uh, Fago bottle for cream soda, the uh, the tricycle with the one big wheel. Yep, and he he actually had the entire roster from the first Twisted Metal game made. For him. So that, that's in his. <laughs> that project. was that was crazy, except for Reaper because that was just kind of a, it was just like a Kawasaki, really. It wasn't even that yeah. exciting, but uh, yeah. So hey, by the way, Twisted Metal was a video game. <laughs> Uh, those were you, uh, your cars, and you fought each other, and your cars had themes, and it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. <clears throat> One car in Twisted Metal was just a dude standing up on, like, a one-wheeled object, and he had missiles on his shoulders. That was 
uh, the whole guy. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was that was his whole speech. I was a big fan of the Mack truck. Yeah, I always like the ice cream truck, even though I hate clowns. Yeah, oddly, no uh, no equivalent yet in the, on current generation consoles. Yeah, no, not really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yes, folks, even our video game references are old. Yep. <laughs> For my money, it doesn't get any better than Burger Time. <laughs> oh, Burger Time. The original commercial for Burger Time was terrifying. What it was, it was uh, this family pulls up to like a burger uh, drive through order machine. And yeah. they're like, hi, uh, we'd like to place an order. And then the guy yells, help me. And then it cuts to the video game. But it's like. For that one brief moment, you're like, what the fuck am I watching here? That was as edgy as it got in the 80s. <laughs> it, was, it was just alluding to somebody being uh, murdered as opposed to, uh, you know, too hot for TV. But, and he was. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, the, the, but the, now to come all the way back, the grocery store at my, by my house <laughs> has... A popcorn machine, like a video rental level popcorn machine, right when you walk in. And I have decided that when the cold, blustery winds of November and December are blowing through the store, there is no greater stench <laughs> than hot popcorn air when you don't expect it. Like, if you walked into, like, a pig farm, you're like, I'm going to smell pigs. This right. is going to be awful. But, like, I find the smell of pop, like, surprise popcorn smell to be absolutely revolting. It is an assault on the senses. <laughs> That's true. That's a very good point. If you're, it, pop, popcorn is a bad smell to catch by surprise. Yeah. You know, it's like you just you need to brace yourself for the smell of popcorn. It's not that even it's even that bad of a smell. It's just it hits. It, the it just yeah, it just hits it just in such a way. I don't know what it is, but it's like you know, you work in an office, and somebody brings yeah. a bag of microwave popcorn into Cubicle Island. You know. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Meanwhile, also hot dogs. Hot dogs are like that. Uh, oh God. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's also true. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, also, I mean, you know, even, I mean, I guess really any food can be an assault. Well, no, I wouldn't say like if so, it wouldn't be like, fuck, is that fresh, fresh baked bread? <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but I would be like, oh, my God, is that vegetable soup? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is, uh, oh, man, what a, like, what a, what a so... So, like, I, I actually want to talk about people bringing hot dogs into Cubicle Island, because unless you, like, go out somewhere to get a hot dog, like, or your office has a foreman grill, I guess. What? What kind of highfalutin off is that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't, I can't like, you microwave that hot dog, and if you microwave a hot dog, like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I don't. I'm not trying to yuck anybody's yums, but I can't. No, don't, don't. Do if you that. microwave a hot dog, you own a fake plant. Be <laughs> because you are a weirdo. <laughs> That's or you're eight. I used to work. Or you're eight years old. I used old. to work. 
Yeah, for sure. I used to work with a dude who would eat a hot dog for lunch like three days a week. And he would microwave it for 17 seconds. Not like 20 or 15. He's got, he had it down to a science. My man microwaved so many hot dogs, he knew the exact number of seconds mm. till, the, till the microwaved hot dog was exactly to his specifications. His, his fine palate. It's the sweet science. That's, 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 that's like, and... Oh, seventeen. Like, and I'm not like I have a weird, I have a weird thing where like if I'm microwaving like frozen vegetables or the aforementioned popcorn, like I have a weird thing where instead of just hitting the popcorn button, I'll put it on for like you know two minutes and thirty seconds. Right. Or seventeen seconds. Mm-hmm. How many? Like, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to see his like hot dog diary. Because he's got one, right? Yeah, he's got charts. He's got something to have record to kept to keep up. Right, he's got like a spreadsheet somewhere where he's just like, no, fourteen seconds, not quite right. It's not not quite right. Fifteen, we're getting better. We're getting closer. I tried twenty and it was bad. <laughs> I just want to know, like, where he was just like sixteen seconds. He's like, ugh, nah, no, no, rubbery, rubbery. <laughs> just uh. It's good, but good is the enemy of great. That's right. <laughs> Second place is the first loser, man. <laughs> if I can't, if I like, I if I can't eat a perfectly microwaved ballpark Frank, <laughs> what am I even doing? Here? <laughs> Why don't I just give up? Now watch as I put it on this piece of Farmer Jack brand bread. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yes. <laughs> hey. Uh, uh, yeah. I. I. Uh, I've got a surprise for you. I want to change the world of podcasting forever. Whoa. Oh shit. Oh my goodness gracious. I got a segment that I'd like to do right now. All right. Do say. And I call it. I'm gonna call it Goldie. Goldie. And it's. And and it, here's the song for it. Goldie. <laughs> And in this segment, I'm going to enthusiastically and emotionally read a friend of the show Goldie's latest Facebook post. Oh, here we go. (laughs) I would rather be tortured by having Chris Collinsworth, garbage-ass NFL commentary, read random books to me for the rest of my life, I really don't like Collinsworth, than listen to another canned, shitty, forced, unfunny, stupid-ass comment from Chris Hardwick, the garbage TV personality by default. The guy's about as welcome as the potluck lasagna with the friggin' celery in it. God. I wish there was a way to watch Talking Dead and switch his voice out. I don't know. Uh, Ricardo Montalban, maybe. He riced. Anyone? Any, and scene. Anyone is what I like at the end. It's like, who's coming with me? Bring it on. Yeah. The potluck lasagna with the celery in it is so good. That's such a good analogy for just a shitty thing that like, you can't figure out why people would ever enjoy it. I here's here's the thing. I have I have literally known Goldie since 
since the eighth grade, hanging out extensively since ninth grade. Obviously, that is not that was you know you know kayfabe aside. That was a long time ago, <laughs> and uh, the he has talked about celery and the lasagna <laughs> since then. Since then. it just it it wronged him one day. Just, it, 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 it literally got stuck in his car. Uh, a young a young Goldie was at a church potluck <laughs> and saw a plate of lasagna, and he was all excited because he loves his pastas, and he must have just took like a nice big slab, and he discovered the celery, and he didn't want to eat it, but his parents told him he had to eat it because he took it. So he had to choke down a celery... Now and keep in mind, folks, celery and lasagna is gross. It's that is no it has no yeah, place. Yeah. It has no place that, at all. Yeah. But don't get the message twisted here. The problem here is not <laughs> But the thing is that that's good. Is you maybe there's maybe twenty pieces of celery in an entire pan of lasagna. But in my mind's eye, Garrett paints a picture as if it were like noodles, celery, meat, ricotta, <laughs> noodles, celery, meat, ricotta. Like <laughs> Just like a... it's, yeah, it's it, like it, it, to hear him tell it. It would be like you look at it. There's a piece of just regular lasagna, and in the top layer of the noodle is four entire one foot long stalks oh, yeah. of celery yeah. sticking out from the yes. side. Yeah, just cartoonishly, just like literally, just like or just like a stalk of celery just shoved in to a <laughs> slab of lasagna, and is. Like some kind of vegan lasagna nightmare. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Outstandingly, beautifully, it's only he can do it, ridiculous. <laughs> and, because, uh, you know, if somebody else told me, you know, like, oh, that's like uh, celery and lasagna, I'd be like, yeah, all right. But it's like, you know, you like, he, I don't know, the way he says it with just the, the, the anger, the, the, the seething <laughs> hatred. It, it wronged him somewhere. Yeah, and he, he uh, it's, it's worth noting in his Facebook post that he, he put his thought into care into this. I mean, there's appropriate use of caps, and there's lots of parenthetical <laughs> references, multiple exclamation points. Like, this is an emphatic point being. Oh, yeah, this is. I hope that justice in my rendition. About, about Chris Collinsworth and celery. <laughs> and his hatred of Chris Chadwick. And his hatred, yeah, Chris Collinsworth. Uh, Chris Chadwick, yeah. And, uh, Chris Chadwick, <laughs> you clod. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, man, it's just ridiculous, really ridiculous. But hey, speaking of ridiculous, I, uh, by the way, great new segment. I loved it. Uh, and Go I think it will. Uh, I think it will change the world of podcasting forever. Um. You do it next week. I'll do it next week. I'll, I'll get something. We'll rotate. We'll rotate responsibility on doing the Goldie. I uh, but now uh, with uh, with the Chris with the Christmas time, or as the late great uh, Dusty Rhodes never actually said, with the Christmas time, uh, coming. Now the we we played the game last week, but um, have you noticed that television is like they're working their damnedest. To get these Christmas specials out the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I 100% agree because I was like, 
was watching the pe- uh, well not Peanuts Christmas because they always save that one for last, but like Black Friday, how the Grinch stole Christmas was on. Dog, it's still November. Like, <coughs> like you got to save that shit for like December tenth. Yeah. At the earliest. They were. It's a... I, ideally, it should be on December twenty third. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. Uh, it, it's like they're just like no, 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 no. We gotta get it out there. We gotta get it. People are. People are doing nothing. It's the 21st century. We all sit at home and watch Netflix. <laughs> Come on. We, uh... Ah, fuck it. Just get them out as soon as possible so we can show some reruns of the shows that we already have. Because all those shows go on hiatus. I mean, you're about you're about at the uh, end of the new weird fall season for most cable shows. Where they take all... They, like, they air their last episode now. And now they'll, but they'll come back at the end of January just in time for sweeps. So rather than have two weeks of, well, not new, but at least different programming that people watch, even though they don't really like it. I mean, like, I love Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, not because it's good, but just because I grew up on it. If you take a second to look at it, it's a horrible movie (laughs) where the protagonist and his friend... Uh, are basically emotionally abused for the first part of the, of the movie. You know, it's just like, uh, oh, I'd like to be a dentist. You can't be a dentist. You're an elf, and that's all you'll ever be. <laughs> You've got a big nose. No one wants you around. That's uh, that's like the first half of the movie. But I watch it, and I love it, and I own it on DVD because that's what I grew up with. You know, I look at it with the child wonderment. But rather than do that, it's like, all right, everybody, be sure, Tuesday night at 9 on CBS, check out Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's like, who's going to be doing that? (laughs) I'd love to see the ratings for the Christmas specials, the way they put them on. They they only show any more, like, like out of your classic, like, Christmas specials. The only ones they show on television anymore are How the Grinch, Little Christmas, The Peanuts Christmas, Frosty the Snowman, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's just those four. Yep. The rest of it is all trash. Yep, it is all trash because uh, this year CBS uh, showed uh, Frosty the Snowman and the steaming pile of guano called Frosty Returns, which is the worst. Uh, Giblet and I were talking about uh, sequels before we went on the air, and uh, Giblet is a fan of Ghostbusters 2. Compared to uh, Frosty the Snowman Returns, Ghostbusters 2 is Ben-Hur. It is one of the greatest cinematic films of our of in the history of film. That's how bad <laughs> Frosty the Snowman's Returns is. And here's the thing. What? Why am I dripping? <laughs> that, is, that is also the line I used. Yes. Don't you know what it is? That's legal! <laughs> Only a Carpathian would come back to New York instead of living it up in California's beautiful San Fernando Valley. <laughs> Had to be careful not to go into a weird Ric Flair there. I was really... Yeah. I was pushing it. I was, I was chewing it back. It was getting, it was getting there. <laughs> My shoes cost more than your house. Uh, man, yeah. So, uh, it's just, 
so much to talk about this. Oh, God, can you, I know. We only have two hours. I got a priority notice here um, from our fan club. Uh, due to overwhelming demand, they want you to do your Goldie segment right now. Oh, oh actually, uh, Goldie. I, uh, my Goldie segment is actually it's a uh, Nate and Goldie adventure. Because uh, right now, uh, Goldie and I are literally racking each other's brains, trying to remember. <laughs> um, Randy, you may be able to help us out here. There's a commercial in the late 80s, early 90s, I want to say. Early, uh, late 80s to mid 90s, let's say. That's fair. And the scene opens on this Russian man tracing through a blizzard. And he comes up to a ramshackled trading post. <laughs> and he goes into the trading post, shaking off the cold. And he approaches the shopkeeper and says, You have compact disc, green day dookie. And then the shopkeeper says, Nyet. And the the uh, the subtitle reads, "No, we do not." And the 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 man gets a very sad look on his face and trapes back out into the Siberian blizzard, walking back to his home. And they then it was a commercial for a a you know a Best Buy or Circuit City, and we cannot remember. What company it is? It was media. What? <laughs> Your audio cut out. The it was the. Oh, I'm sorry. It was the it was the uh, electronics uh, and entertainment boutique uh, known as Media Play. Media. That was their commercial. Are you sure? Media. Play. I'm almost positive. Russian. The plot thickens. And then here's the thing, is when you put in media in Russia right now into Google, you know what you get? Everything's about Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy. It is literally like the first three stories are about, uh, it's uh, it's about Donald Donald Trump and Putin. Hey, all right, media play, TV ad. 90s. All right. So, in the meantime, I was almost gonna throw. I almost just threw to, hey, what you drinking? As if it's a a pre-recorded segment, or <laughs> b, I don't do the fucking intro for for the bit. I was like, all right. Well, I'm checking this out. Uh, you guys, uh, let's hit it up with, uh, hey, what you drinking? <laughs> all right. So yes, uh, we're playing the multiverses number one. Uh, party game known as Hey What You Drink. The rules for Hey What You Drink are simple. Yes, everybody, what you drinking? There you go. It's perfect for, you know what? I'm going to say it. All ages. What? No, it's not. <laughs> That's impossible. You have to be able to talk. Yeah, Nate, I'm getting a message from the legal department. You can't say that it's for all ages. <laughs> all right. It's perfect for anyone who has the ability of speech. Uh, <laughs> anyone who... Well, you know, because Coco, the gorilla who knows sign language, could play. 
There you go. There you go. It's a real language, people. Wake up. There's your loophole. We just showed you the loophole. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, we're going to go around the room. You ask everybody what they're drinking. The idea is maybe you find something something new. We'll be like, what? Raspberry cider? I'll try that. Oh, my God. It's delicious. New favorite drink. Boom. You're welcome. All right, so without further ado, I seem to always pick up first, so we're going to change things up. Giblet, hey. Giblet. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Giblet. What? What? Can you hear me? Hey, what you drinking? Oh, shit. I'm drinking Buffalo Trace, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, but here's the thing. <laughs> the, uh, the band, uh, apparently... Uh, regarding the Facebook post I read of friend of the show Goldie, he also makes an equally characteristic comment in the comments section, <laughs> and they would like to know if you could give it a chance at reading that grammatically. Oh, so grammatically. All right, let me let me pull it up here. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull up the his his latest status, yep. the one that I just read in in the new Goldie segment. Goldie. <laughs> you have to do the the classic uh, Goldie throat clear. Where, oh yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's see here. All right. So, so are you seeing this? Are you seeing this so comment? Starting with so there you are. Yeah, yeah. That, all right. <clears throat> give that that agreed for oh, us. This is too perfect, actually. <clears throat> so there you are. You're at a catered event or a potluck. Or anything with a spread and a line. Whoa! Anyhowzel, you've got your plate. You're spackling it with various stuff you like. You get back to your seat and start to enjoy that shiz when you go for the lasagna. And visibly see celery. It's like a it's like war crime level of faux pas. You just don't. Do it. <laughs> War crime level of faux pas. That is uh, a that is a new statement for me. It's 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 such a good mixed metaphor. <laughs> like War crime faux pas. War crime faux pas. Yep, like my bad. Faux pas. Faux pas. You it's don't just start a with pas. cutting off the right pinky. That's no, that's that's the salad cattle prod, not the dinner cattle prod. Gerald, sorry. This is my private snafu of war crime faux pas. Enemy non-combatants in wartime. I'm sorry, (laughs) my my bad. bad. Yeah. Ah, shut up, the hospital. All right, so you're drinking. So that's not drinking. Uh, Buffalo Trace, by the way, is my rap name. <laughs> nice. I thought I thought that was a song by Nina Cherry. So I'm throwing it back to you, Shos. Uh, hey, what are you drinking? Uh, what am I drinking? Actually, tonight, um, against what I would call my better judgment, uh, I am drinking. Good old Diet Pepsi, and I say against my better judgment because tomorrow I actually have to go up uh, to the home office 
uh, where I... Uh, in, in the home office in Sioux City, Iowa. <laughs> Sioux City, Iowa. In Fremont, Michigan, actually. and uh, yeah. Which is uh, an hour and 20 minutes one way north uh, from where I live. So, it is, and with the incoming snowstorm, it's going to be a wild ride. Oh, man, this that is, sucks. This is going to be really exciting. <laughs> so... But while I have the talking conch, let me uh, <laughs> let me just take a real quick moment and tell you my problem with benches. That's how that's how this sketch that's how this uh, this segment works, ladies and gentlemen. It's where it's like something we didn't think to bring up earlier. It's our it's our it's our new segment, banal hot take. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's, it's, it's classic, hey, what you drinking 101. It's basic, hey, what you drinking strategy. You know? Uh, if you got something to say. Now's a good time. Now's a good time. Yep. You're drinking. You're having a good time. You've got the calm. You got... You've got the calm. <laughs> oh, that is the worst. I, 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 gotta, I do have to be careful because I, I notice it's almost becoming unconscious now is that I do that weird Letterman esque uh, bald <laughs> guy from Pawn Stars. Uh, uh, laugh whenever anybody cracks a joke here on the show. It's down to the point I've started editing them out, actually, <laughs> where I'm like, ugh, ugh, God, do I, do I have to laugh at everything everybody says? Um, but, uh, no, well, yeah, that's it, basically. Is uh, I was just pointing out the fourth wall of where this is like uh, the segment where it really, it's the, if you think the show itself seems like a grab bag, hey, what you drinking is even further down the rabbit hole <laughs> because it can just be like this is the strangest like you know like ed will say like one thing in his turn and you're like okay when it's my turn i have to remember to talk about how uh uh does anybody remember that drawing show on pbs in the 1980s with the robot named zebtron i gotta remember that i gotta please let that come up huh. Um, I, believe, I don't. I don't remember that at all. But I want to see. Yeah, it was called the Secret City, and it was hosted by this guy named Mark, who was dressed like a fighter pilot, and he, you know, the idea of the Secret City is that he, you know, your drawings, you can create whatever world you want, and he had a, a robot friend named Zebtron. And uh, uh, honestly, I've got to YouTube it now and see if it's if it's out there. It was it, he taught you how to draw. Yes, but on the same side, it was just it was like it was like getting a drawing lesson with a fever. Is basically oh, it was like a fever oh, dream. That sounds cool. It's it was it was amazing, and I think it all I I I swear to God, there was like maybe twelve episodes. It was just the weirdest. Uh, the weirdest shit. But uh, anyway, so there you go. See, <laughs> there it is. That's what I'm drinking. So he's late to the party, but we're glad he's here. Hey, Dino, what you drinking? Um, I'm drinking my kind of unofficial podcast juice. Uh, scotch. I'm drinking scotch. I had a really long, shitty day at work, uh, and I'm uh, relaxing with some scotch. And my bros. Nice. Well, we're glad to have you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, sorry. My brain is, like, really not working tonight. <laughs> um, 
So uh, I'm going to try to think of something funny to say. Um, so I, <clears throat> there's this thing that you can go to on the Williams-Sonoma webpage. Williams-Sonoma. Williams-Sonoma, for people who don't know, is like a real hoity-toity Wait. kind of like kitchenware shit supplier. Um, uh, just, like, if you think of Ina Garten, she, she, would, she just fucking loves her some Williams-Sonoma. Nice. William Sonoma. So are you following yeah. me? Isn't it also kind of like Pottery Barn? Is it like something? Yeah, it's a little like Pottery Barn, but they also like actually just sell food. Uh, and uh, uh, an internet columnist that I really enjoy uh, does a takedown of the William Sonoma catalog every year, and he did one this year, and it's hilarious. But they have a tool on the website where you can send somebody the famous William Sonoma peppermint bark with a customized tin. And so, of course, you can read the tin say, you know, peppermint bark for shithead, or fart face, <laughs> or, you know, butt sniffer, or whatever you want. Beautiful. So, that was, uh, that was a wonderful thing that made me laugh very hard today. That is the... Because I wasn't expecting to see it, then it was just a picture of uh, a very festive holiday tin, and it said, for you, poop nugget, and <laughs> it... Classic. <laughs> it caught it caught me way off guard. So if you have a couple of minutes and want to fart around with that, uh, that's that's uh, that's fun. So that's what I'm drinking. Fantastic. And I I, I now want to well first of all, uh, fun fact about me, I love peppermint bark. And yeah, it's uh, good. Uh, so now I want it. <laughs> like no, <laughs> now I wish I had a tin, even if it said, "Here you go, poop brain." I'd be like, well, poop brain's got peppermint bark, so whatevs. And uh, FYI, I just sent you both uh, an episode of The Secret City uh, from on P- oh, PBS, and you will see in just the still where he looks like he bought a Mork outfit and added some accoutrements from a ham radio set. And uh, I was, yeah, I, I was actually gonna say David Hasselhoff cosplaying as Mork. <laughs> And uh, so it is. Uh, it's gonna. It's gonna be good for you guys. So you know, it, it'll be. It'll be a great substitute for Ambien when you're looking to drink <laughs> uh, this evening. Now that's actually. Um, now that. Uh, now that the joy of painting with. Uh, with my wonderful, wonderful, wonderful sleep partner and buddy, Bob Ross. And I say sleep partner because when I put Bob Ross on, I'm instantly super relaxed <laughs> and I fall right asleep. Yeah, yeah. He is a he is a he, so, he is a human quaalude, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, are you there, Brandon? Oh, yes. All right, so we're moving on, and um, now we've we've talked about the hot button issues of the day. Video stores. Thirty-year-old <laughs> uh, uh, record commercials. Um, Goldie, <laughs> but um, I want I want to get you guys' uh, take, uh, take a roo as the kids call it. Uh, on uh, if you guys didn't know, um, maybe you maybe you'd heard uh, like in, in passing by, uh, that uh, Donald Trump is Times Person of the Year. Because he is the greatest American who's ever lived. 
That's what I love. Yeah, dude, that's, like, that's what I love. Uh, I've seen so many people being like, Donald Trump is Times Person of the Year, and I'm like, guys, don't go. He, that's not like a, a real award. Time gives out Person of the Year more often than not to like a huge dick yeah. who has made a bunch of news for being a huge dick. Yeah, you know, you know who Times Person of the Year was one year. Hitler. Well, yes, God, yes. Everybody's brought that up today. But <laughs> you, one year, Time Magazine said the person of the year was you, Y-O-U. I actually really liked that. I read that one. And and so it's like, you know what? Everyone's been Time's person of the year now. <laughs> it's, it's no big deal. We've all, we've all been there, Don. Yeah, yeah. Don Don. That's what I'm going to start calling him. President Don Don. President Don Don. I just, you know, like, well, it's just great because it's every Trump fan did a great job of showing how they don't yeah. know anything about, like, reporting or the news. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not great. Hey, it's guess who just won the state contest? Then, like, President Trump, he's a champion, champion of stink. That's how that's how it is. Um, maybe I don't get it. Maybe I'm like the maybe I'm like the girl waving her trophy from the smell contest. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's one of my. I actually just uh, quoted that to myself the other morning. I was I was before work and I was kind of drinking energy. Uh, I was drinking my morning energy drink by myself and I was just like, hey, you know, I'm not gonna pay a lot for that muffler. <laughs> oh, you're gonna pay if you're gonna pay a lot of that muffler, so be it. It's ridiculous, and I and I'm ready to laugh. Deborah, <laughs> I play a hairy elephant in a new movie. Check it out. We're gonna make we're gonna make twenty more. Yeah, Ice Age ten, Ice Age to the Future. Hey, why are all the yellow, why are we all bald? Uh, 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 how exactly are we in space? <laughs> hey, you know what? Isn't the point of this that it's the ice age, which was like twenty thousand years ago? <laughs> you know what, Padre? <sighs> I'm smoking a cigarette. Tiger, okay, 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 okay. Hey, hey, you know what? Uh, hi, I'm John Leguizamo. I wasn't even that funny on House of Buggin. House of Buggin. John Leguizamo was one of the only things that made In Living Color, after everybody else good left, funny. Was there anybody? Wait, it wasn't the the one uh, the the big uh, the big fat white guy uh, who died couple of years ago not farley <laughs> no the one who did the the leprechaun he was a huh? yeah he was a he did this bit where he was like a um it was basically a white version of Kel john Tanette? no it was not john Tanette, but very similar jim carrey <laughs> yeah jim carrey really lost a lot of weight um <laughs> did a uh, he did this bit it was basically the white version of calhoun uh calhoun tubbs basically 
is he was this uh, he was this feck white guy who would come out and would be the idea of the schedule was always St. Patrick's Day, and so they hire this uh, leprechaun guy who was basically he'd come out and he would play like songs about uh, you know and he would be like. Sean, Sean, the leprechaun, looked for the gold, and his gold was gone. He looked right, and he looked left, but he didn't look good enough, and then came the semi-truck, and so he wound up getting hit by the truck, and he ended up a vegetable, and he was molested in a hospital, and he died, and that's it. And that's like how they all, they always ended with uh, horrible things happening, and that's it. That's how the, the every song ended. And uh, it was, yeah, it was like near the end. I think like even Tommy Davidson had left at this point. Oh, wow. but uh, I just saw him on TV and the worst and the worst cooks of America. <laughs> he, uh, he he they did a celebrity edition, and here's the thing: he looked great, but the situation from Jersey Shore was also on there. Uh, we. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all over it. Just uh. Just, I mean, it, you know, it's not like that. He was actually famous for doing something, but it was just like, oh, you, you, you look like you've managed hey, this, like a furniture store now. It's just huh. the, I guess, I guess you could say there's a whole different situation going on there. Now. <laughs> oh, I. Okay, I, you can't see this because the video is off, but I'm making a putt motion. <laughs> yeah. uh, throwing the fist like Tiger. That's the. <laughs> They're great, uh, <laughs> man. I'll tell. Yeah, that was, remember when they tried to market Frosted Flakes as a cereal that got you like pumped up for a sporting event? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would show like this guy like trying to be a good goalie, and he just wasn't doing it. And then Tony shows up dressed as a coach. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "What you need is a bowl full of sugary cereal." And then he's just like an ace goalie. I just, I, I wish there would have been like a day, like I just pictured this like this office, you know, where this is kind of like this typical, you know, white collar office, and this guy like comes in just completely disheveled, sweaty, just looks like he's been up all night, and and you know he's got like a cigarette dangling from his hand because of the time period it was in, and and he's just carrying like just like reams of dot matrix paper. <laughs> and he says, and he comes in. And he's just like, "Sir, you're not gonna believe this, but that's not a healthy cereal at all." Because <laughs> there's like, you know, people are just like, "Oh, this is part of a balanced breakfast," and it was like that bowl of cereal, and then like real food that you should eat was surrounding the the, the ba- like it was. This is a balanced breakfast, and cocoa puffs. Yeah. It's like, yep. Eggs. Whole wheat toast, a glass of eight ounces of milk, eight ounces of juice, and a cereal that looked like tiny ice cream cones. It was just, you're not gonna, yeah, sir, you're, yeah. you're not gonna believe this, but you don't need to eat this ice cream cone cereal at all. Let me let me back up for just a quick second here. Yeah, the commercial where uh, Tony the Tiger is trying to like like practice for the kid to be a better goalie like i imagine it in my head like it's an extended training sequence and tony is just 
terrible to the kid and is real passive aggressive and is like, hey, I, I guess you don't want to be a good uh, a hockey player at all. All right, whatever. And the reason why he is that way is because to this kid, he is his tiger dad. Yikes. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Brendan, uh, can I see you? Can I see you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Mike. To kind of to kind of piggyback on Nate's thing, like I just pictured like some dude working late in an office. And he's like, uh, you know, and he's like moving some files around. And he goes, wait a minute, what's this Kellogg subfile? <laughs> then he clicks on it, and it's he's like furiously reading scrolling green text. And then like 20 seconds later, he's like running through the streets, shaking people by the collar. You don't understand? It's a big pile of corn and sugar. That's all it is. <laughs> That's every. Every cereal is the same. It's all the same. <laughs> Just like he's in the street and it's pouring rain. Yeah. And yeah. listeners, you're welcome. We have taken you on a journey tonight. Of the poor schlub who discovered... A journey to our childhood <laughs> that we missed. Poor schlub who realized that cereals... Kid cereals were never good for you. Those were... And uh, once once we make our uh, our fundraising goal on our Patreon page, we will uh, start FGW Productions and start working on this film. <laughs> oh man, I'll tell you, that's like ninety percent of the reason I want Hugo Strange's uh, brain reading machine. Ninety <laughs> percent. The other ten percent is because I'd like to see. I'd like to remember all those dreams I forget. Where you wake up and be like, oh, man, I had the craziest dream. Oh, what happened? I don't remember, but it's just so weird. I remember going, wow. Because <laughs> in my dreams, I'm, when I tell my uh, wife about my dreams, I'm always saying, geez, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you can't believe this, guys. <laughs> oh, my God, I was wearing Ugg boots. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at right now. It's uh, it's so far so good. We took our own dream. The uh, it it has been a it's been a long show though. I think it's uh, uh, I think it might be time. I think it might be time to talk about the descent. Great movie, and I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the whole show. We're just gonna invite devote an entire show. To the greatness of the descent. That is a <laughs> look for that. Never, I'm never gonna do that. I will. Oh, was that even a movie or was that a video game? Descent was a video oh. game. I think the descent was a movie. Descent as a was a video game. The descent was a movie. Is that is that it or the descent game? Descent movie. I believe the descent was the was the film and. Just Descent was the video game. All right. Now... It, well, I could be confusing it with Sewer Shark. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, in the in Descent the game, did you fly something? Yes. I think you did. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I'm also now, I keep wanting to say the future's forsaken. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I am, like, I'm like, all right, Descent, the future's forsaken. I, uh... Or scream surge. It's the fault of a uh, friend of the show, Goldies, who would constantly chant that to me. Constantly. Yeah. So let's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's time. We've we've had our fun. We've had. Uh, now it's time to say goodbye. Jed and all his kin. Uh, 
So we uh, now every week uh, at this point of the show we talk about something you need to check out, whether it be a book, uh, video game, uh, comic book, might be a magazine. <laughs> you know things that you need to look at while you are waiting for the next episode. Just, just some stuff. We'll give you some stuff to check out. Yes, indeed. So um, this week, since I threw to Ed at the top, Brandino. What's something that uh, we should check out in the week to come? Um, in the week to come, I'm going to suggest that everybody um, just hold on to your butts here for a minute. Um, now I'm just I'm going to suggest that everybody checks out um, the uh, the YouTube channel called the called the Game Theorists. Um, they apply like math and uh like actual game theory to video games to answer questions like okay so how high can mario really jump uh-huh okay oh, yes nice. yeah. it's really cool they have like a hundred videos um and they're uh they do some really cool stuff so that's my suggestion it's pretty simple yeah it's a, it's not one of those ones you can just kind of let wash over you you need to kind of pay attention to it right but um yeah, that's what that's what I would recommend to check out. Uh, they also do some stuff about films, mm. also. Hmm, interesting. So uh, there, it's uh, it's it's a cool channel. Check it out. All right. Wow. Yeah. Right. That yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Now wait. What was the? There's one more time. What was the channel called? Game theorists. Game theorists. Thank you. Game theorists, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Giblet, break me off something. All right, all right. My my check it out is a book this week. Um, no, wait a second. Hang on, hang on. boring. Hear me out. Hear me out. The book is called "The Attention Merchants" by Tim Wu. Tim who? Uh, Tim Wu. Oh. It's, it's an Asian name. <laughs> just get over it. But anyway. <laughs> The Attention Merchants is a book that posits the, the idea that the modern, the most vital resource in the 21st century is human attention. And it charts the rise of this booming industry starting in the 1900s with the creation of the first posters all the way up to the age of social media. And I, I currently just finished reading... Uh, the section about uh, World War II. It was oh yeah, it's been absolutely fascinating. Every aspect of it. It, it covers propaganda used in the war, and it covers advertising, and it covers uh, uh, psychology and human nature. It's it's an incredible book, and it's so incredibly resounding, especially now. In fact, the reason why I got switched on to this book is I read an interview with Tim Wu where he, he basically predicted the Trump presidency based on a lot of the stuff that he writes about in this book. And it makes perfect sense when you read the book. It's like, it's obvious, you know? So, but yeah, I check it out. The Attention Merchants by Tim Wu. Uh, it's a brilliant book. And I'm enjoying the hell out of it right now. Mm. All right. Tim Wu. That, that sounds really dope. I actually will check that out. Tim Wu, The Attention Merchants. That's uh, Yeah. I, I, I want being uh, the marketing nerd that I am all the crap that I do read about advertising and everything. I think that sounds absolutely 
it's uh, fantastic. So it is a definite uh, must check. Excellent pick, both of you so far. Yeah, indeed. Um, I am going to um, suggest a game. I can't remember the name of it now. I believe it's Sleeping Dogs. Right? Wasn't that the name? Oh, Wasn't that the name? Is that the uh, Hong Kong one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sleeping Dogs. Uh, right now, uh, the remastered edition is free on Games with Gold. It includes all the DLC for the original Xbox 360 version. So you got all it, all of it's in there, and it was it was probably one of the funner or more fun. Um, Grand Theft Auto inspired games that I had played. Now, granted, I mean my I'd have to say my favorite would be Saints Row, uh, just because of the ridiculousness of Saints Row. Like it did not take itself seriously at all, considering you became eventually uh, a god <laughs> in the game. Like you got to fly and were bulletproof and fireproof and everything. So, but uh, video games here real quick. Uh used to be a series of games in the PlayStation 2 era called True Crime. There was a True Crime LA, and there was a True Crime New York. And uh, Sleeping Dogs was supposed to be True Crime Hong Kong, but they lost the license to the True Crime franchise, so they just released the game as its own. And it was phenomenal. I loved it. Because what, number one, like, it was much like Bayou Billy, if you walked into a group of six guys early in the game, you will get your ass kicked. But if you start yeah. if you start out small and you get your like experience up and you learn more moves and you get better, it gets to the point where you do have a fighting chance against those five guys and you're doing some sick moves. <laughs> uh, so I mean it's just a really well done game. The the graphics are very smooth. Uh, the story is kind of is well done. It's like cuz it's usually like either it's really fun but the story itself is stupid or it's got a really good story and then like, but the game mechanics suck like mafia, you know, right. the driving yeah. in mafia is it is the worst. <laughs> que terrible. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is absolutely horrible, but uh, sleeping dogs, I think it was all around just a really well done, super fun game. And I'm glad I got it. Uh, now on the Xbox One, and I'm glad I also got it for free, and it has all the DLC on it. So uh, check out that uh, recent classic uh, for your video game needs. You have some books, you've got some some things to watch, some things to read, some things to play. A very well-rounded check this out. So you're welcome, you're America. welcome America and bots. We are reading. <laughs> And uh, so, but I, I think that'll do it for this week. Uh, it's been a lot of fun as usual. Uh, so, Brandon, we're glad you made it on. You, we're glad you got here. Yes. Yes. And, yes. Uh, apologize for running a hair late, but uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> life happens, right? Keep calm and make two trips to the pay window. And uh, so, yes. Uh, on behalf of the great Brandino and Giblet, this is Nate saying have a great week, and we'll see you next time.